The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 270. I hope that you're doing very well today. Uh, If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then as always, you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book yourself that free session directly. Or if you prefer, um, you can just send me a message there and let me know about what you're struggling with. Now, in today's podcast... Um, we are going to be be talking about um, outdoor adventure and OCD, which isn't really kind of uh, something that you would normally expect to go together. Um, however, in my experience, outdoor adventure can be uh, very helpful for for OCD. Um, now, of course, by outdoor adventure, I could mean all sorts of uh, different things. But, you know, I'm really talking about doing things in the outdoors, doing sports in the outdoors, getting out there, breathing in that fresh air and, you know, using our bodies and doing exercise and really physical activities. Um, and what I found myself is is that, that these things, they tend to help us in so many ways. One of those big ways is it we, we tend to feel a bit, a bit more connected, a bit more present. And this is something that's so important for, for OCD. So I'm going to be discussing uh, that today. What are some of the benefits that I think you can get? Uh, from going into the outdoors if you if you struggle with OCD. Of course, if you are going to experiment with this, then please do make sure that you do uh, that you do it in a safe way uh, and go with other people. Now, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at RobertJamesCoachingUK. Also, if you didn't already know, I now have a Patreon for uh, for the podcast. So if you find the podcast helpful and you would like to support in some small way, uh, then you can follow the link, the Patreon link in the show notes, and uh, you can support the podcast there. Currently, uh, we're now up to two people, which is fantastic. A big shout out to those two who signed up already. Uh, thank you very much to them. And, um, you know, if you uh, would um, consider signing up, it would be uh, fantastic to have you along uh, to, to support the podcast there. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And off we go. I've always been somebody um, who's been pretty passionate about the outdoors and outdoor sports. It's been something that has served me so well uh, in many different areas of, of life. And, um, you know, even from a, a young age, I remember, you know, going out for big family walks on uh, on Dartmoor, uh, these these hills that we have in the southwest of England, you know, and uh, I would always really enjoy just being out in nature, um, you know, being surrounded by beautiful scenery 
and 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 you know just feeling that you're connected somehow to something much greater than yourself it's always been something that that that's helped me and as i got older i started to to kind of appreciate the outdoors in in many different ways i started to um you know to kind of i i live by by the sea and so i started to go out um and doing sports like sailing and kayaking uh rowing and 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 things like this and you know i found myself always basically in the sea any opportunity i was uh, doing some kind of sport in 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 the sea and it, it gave me you know such a good feeling when i would come out shivering from the cold um you know and go back home and have a hot shower and really warm up and i'd feel so good so alive um, you know, it really was something that I would go to and, you know, afterwards I would feel so refreshed and so much better, even if I had a lot on my plate or, you know, I was struggling with anxiety, which unfortunately I so often did even even as a kid, um, you know, and to be honest, when my OCD started to get bad, you know, around about the time of, of 16 years old, um, you know, this kind of coincided actually with you know, me not being that healthy and, you know, really losing touch with the outdoors and losing touch with outdoor adventure. Um, You know, up until that point, it it had been something that was so important to me. And, you know, I don't know why, but I just allowed it to slip and I, you know, I stopped doing it. Um, Sometimes it's hard to know what comes first, isn't it? I think with OCD, whether it's, um, you know, that you're feeling so bad from the OCD that you you don't want to do it um you know that you're just so oh you're feeling so much anxiety you've been obsessing all day you know when when your mate calls and says hey why don't we go for a bike ride or why don't we do this you kind of think well actually that's the last thing I want to do you know you you kind of feel like you just want to stay at home and try to relax a little bit and forget about that thing that you've been worrying about Obviously, that is, you know, the probably the the worst thing that you can do, but but that's what we uh, so often fall back on. Or is it the inactivity? You know, the the fact that we're not uh, connected to nature, that we're not getting outdoors, that you know, we're not doing these healthy things that traditionally, uh, you know, we would have done in the past a lot more. Is that the reason for why the OCD is actually worse in, in the first place, or is it, you know, a big part of that? Um, certainly in my case I believe there you know there might be some some truth to that that you know if we do become stagnant and we're just sat at home or we're just focused on work and we're you know we're sat in a chair all day and then that goes on week after week and we're not really connecting with nature we're not really getting out there and spending time in nature and exercising our bodies you know does that create more OCD potentially I, I think you know if we're if we're not being healthy, if we're not connected and if we're not exercising, um, you know, I think there's a strong case to be made that, you know, anxiety is going to get is going to get worse, unfortunately, over time. I mean, certainly for me, I have some kind of anecdotal evidence of something related to the outdoors that really helped me, um, you know, when I was really struggling with OCD, when, you know, back in the day when, you know, I was kind of 18, 19, um, and I couldn't find my way. I was struggling with the OCD so much. Um, and fortunately, at that time, you know, I started to to get into surfing. And this was something that had a huge, hugely positive impact 
um, on my life because it, you know, it got me outdoors. It got me, you know, meeting up with friends and other people, um, obviously exploring different places, finding beaches to go surfing. And even though the OCD was often there when I was surfing, um, you know, I, I can literally remember being frustrated with the fact that, you know, I'd be out there waiting for waves, you know, to come. And all I could think about was my obsession still and how frustrating was that. But, you know, as I as I often say to people, you know, one of the really important things is, you know, not to wait until the thoughts are gone. Uh, to start living your life in the way that you want to live it, but actually to bring those thoughts along for the ride. Uh, and in this particular occasion, the ride is surfing that wave. You know, it's almost like you just want to get on and do the things that you know help you, that you know help you to feel better. And the, the honest truth is, with surfing for me, is that, you know, although sometimes the OCD was still there, as it so often was during those years for me, um, a lot of the time when I was surfing, I was able to at least have some relief for a few hours where, you know, I was so focused on on catching the waves and riding riding the waves that everything else kind of went into the background a little bit. And it really, really helped me. Um, you know, so it's just a bit of anecdotal evidence there to, to kind of support, um, you know, what I'm talking about here. So... Something else that I kind of wanted to to talk about then is, you know, why why are outdoor sports potentially so helpful for anxiety and OCD? And so, um, as I alluded to in the title of this podcast, one of the big reasons I think is it they really help us to come into the uh, present moment. So you know, whether you're going mountain biking or you're you're doing uh, you're going for a run uh, along the beach or um, you know, whether you're going, um, I don't know, what else could you be doing? Surfing um, or horse riding or any number of, uh, of outdoor sports that you that you could be doing. Generally speaking, they really help us to connect and come into the present moment because a lot of them, you are not able to, to kind of think about other things, you know, whilst you're doing them. Um, I really enjoy mountain biking and to be honest if I try to think about other things whilst I'm uh, flying down a hill um, you know something really uh, terrible could actually happen and so of course I need to be in the present moment Um, but not only this I think all outdoor sports to a certain degree offer us an opportunity to practice mindfulness and to be more present. Um, you know, something I like to do is when I'm running, if I'm not listening to podcasts, which I often am, um, but you know, I'd like to actually use running as a, a mindful um, opportunity sometimes. So I will really pay attention to uh, the wind as it's blowing and, and feeling that on my skin and noticing every strike of my foot as it hit, hits the concrete. Um, and I will really pay attention to my body throughout this running process, notice, uh, noticing the swinging of my arms and noticing, you know, the progress that I'm making. And it really helps to let go of ruminations, to be more in the present moment. Um, it's something that I think is really, really important. Um, something else that I think is good is that you can actually create healthy challenges uh, for yourself or you can even 
you know, get into competition. So if you are a runner, for example, maybe you can set yourself some goals or some competitions that you'd, you would like to, to enter. Um, you know, if you're into uh, another more challenging um, outdoor sport, uh, maybe not more challenging, but I mean more, uh, which involves more skill, uh, for example. Maybe you can set yourself some goals in, related to developing new skills um, in that sport. Certainly in mountain biking, there's many different skills that you can develop over time and you can see your progress and you can set yourself challenges in relation to that. Another really important thing, I think, with this is is community and connection. You can obviously meet uh, like-minded people who enjoy doing the things that, that you enjoy as well. Um, you know, so maybe you enjoy going hiking. Um, hiking is something that's great to do with other people. Um, you know, maybe you can actually meet up with a group of people who go off hiking together. Obviously, if you're doing whatever outdoor sport you're doing with a group of other people... That's something else that can really help you to be more present because when we're with other people, we tend to be far less stuck in our heads and much more in the present moment. So, you know, that can obviously be very helpful. Um, Something that I find with, uh, depending on what outdoor sport you're doing, um, I I tend to to find that in mountain biking, for example, or, or in surfing, depending on what waves you're surfing, um, there can be sometimes a fair bit of fear involved in in these kinds of sports. Um, and what you can learn to do through that then is gradually learn how to to feel that fear in a positive way and to overcome that fear, to do the obstacle that perhaps you've been avoiding or you know to to be able to take on uh, something that you really haven't wanted to do. Um, and this is something that obviously when it comes to OCD, so much of what we're doing is kind of exposure, learning how to expose yourself to your fears and, you know, tolerate the difficult sensations and anxieties that come up and try to kind of be with those in your body. Well, actually, you know, there are different ways that you can go about that. And although the particular um, outdoor sport that you might be doing you know, let's say it's kite surfing, for example. Um, you know, although obviously that may have nothing to do whatsoever with uh, your particular obsession that you're struggling with, it's still um, something to do with fear, though, because things like kite surfing or other outdoor sports in the same vein, you know, they are potentially dangerous. And, you know, this is why I was saying at the start any outdoor sport that you are doing, you need to make sure that you're doing it in a safe way. But there is that that kind of danger element there. And so if this is something that you do, you know, can you learn how to to get in touch with that feeling of fear when you're doing that particular sport and learn how to try to accept that and even push yourself a little bit in a safe way to begin to, you know, to, to move past that that thing that you haven't maybe been able to do up until that point. In this way, uh, you know, doing outdoor sports in this safe but um, but positive, uh, positively pushing yourself kind of way can be a really brilliant way to learn how to deal with anxiety in a real life setting, which you can then apply to other areas of life. 
Uh, and, and most definitely, you can apply to, to your obsessions as well. Um, another obvious one is when we go into the outdoors, you know, a lot of the time we are doing physical exercise. And as I've mentioned before in this podcast, there's quite a lot of uh, studies that, that show that um, physical exercise can be as effective or sometimes even more effective than medication for anxiety. So, you know, if you're doing physical exercise, you're getting into the outdoors, well, that's, you know, potentially a really beneficial thing. You're, you know, you're kind of um, shaking the body up. You're potentially processing um, unhelpful hormones and perhaps helping your, your system to refresh itself. Um, you know, and this is really, really positive. Um, then one last thing that I wanted to mention here is quite an interesting one, I think. How often do we get mentally tired when we struggle with OCD? And that is because we're in our heads and we're ruminating. We're using up a huge amount of our resources, um, you know, thinking about things over and over, going back revisiting past memories, all sorts of, you know, mentally taxing things. When we do um, a, a physical outdoor sport, what we tend to do is we we get physically tired instead of mentally tired. There might be a mental tiredness component to it as well. But generally speaking, you know, there is this physical tiredness. And this is something that we really want, actually, because a physical tiredness is much much, much nicer than mental tiredness. Um, physical tiredness is that nice feeling at the end of the day where you know you've been out in nature, you've been enjoying stuff, and you feel exhausted, but it's kind of like when you sit down on the sofa at the end of the day, you're like, ah, oh, thank God, that was so good. That was such an amazing day. I enjoyed it so much. And you're, But you're tired. You're absolutely exhausted. Your body is aching. And, uh, you know, it, but it's a, somehow it's a good feeling. It's a positive feeling. And that can help you to sleep better. It can help you to wake up the next day. You know, you, you sleep better. You feel refreshed and ready to go again. Um, you know, and I think that physical tiredness sometimes is a way of dealing with that mental tiredness. It, somehow it, it refreshes us and makes us feel a lot better. So just a few things then to, to finish off on. Um, you know, it may not be easy for you uh, to go out into the outdoors. Perhaps you're not really an outdoors person. Uh, perhaps you find, uh, you know, outdoor adventure to be, um, you know, not really in your comfort zone. So, of course, you know, um, as I mentioned a few times already, whatever you do do in the outdoors, make sure that you do it in a safe way. You do not need to push yourself to do something that you really don't want to do. Um, you know, my recommendation is that you would always go with other people, that you, you try to do it in a safe way, and that you find activities that are suited to you. So, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, just going for a walk with some friends uh, somewhere in an outdoor setting is the right thing for you. Or perhaps something more adventurous than that is the right thing for you. Um, another problem may be that you just don't have time. Maybe you're really busy with work or family and other stuff, other responsibilities. If that's the case for you, 
um, then of course you might need to get creative with how you do this. Trying to find some time, you know, trying to find a few moments on the weekend where you are able to go and do something. Personally, for me, um, you know, as you've heard me talk about today, I really feel like the outdoors has been, you know, a savior for me on so many occasions. That connection with nature. Um, a connection with other people that I get from it and that, that ability uh, that it gives me to to be able to come back into the present when maybe you know I've been really getting lost in uh, in a particular obsession it's really uh, an incredible thing it's so so helpful so you know if it is something that that sounds like it could be beneficial for you I would highly recommend that you uh, explore explore this so there we go, guys. That is it for today. Really hope that you found that helpful. Um, if you uh, would like to sign up for uh, the Patreon for our podcast, you can do that now. You can follow the, the link in the show notes. Uh, it would be amazing if you could consider doing that. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed today. If you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.